0: Welcome to the art of the dive. A week off, busy, busy work schedules, but we're back for game week 35. Still a little bit left to go in game week 34. It's Sunday night. I'm here with
1: Jen. Nope, it's Nick. (laughs) Nick, what's up? How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. man.
0: all right. I think Jake destined to never do a pot again. it's it's just a shame, but um, uh, excited to have Nick on this week. Um, Nick and I both a wild a couple weeks back and were terrible, and had to do two podcasts very sadly together. Uh, and now back to back game weeks
1: of pretty decent performances, so energy is going to be high. Energy is going to be oh, good. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. If I could sing "We're Walking on Sunshine," I would, but I don't. I don't even want to try. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there it is.
1: that's that, yeah, that's how I feel last two weeks it's yeah. it's been all sunshine and rainbows variance yeah. as they say in the stats yeah. community, yeah right, right that you can't you can't be happy <laughs> if you like stats, you can't be happy, you just have to be like computers, so yeah, bad week, variance, good week, variance, bad right. week variance <laughs> right, right uh all right, so it's a variance week for both
0: of us um and last week was completely variance as well, but uh, I am
1: feeling a little
0: bit better about the use of my wild card, um, and I, actually, I I kind of remembered uh, a piece of, of information I had given a couple of years ago, and actually, FPL uh, t- to bits wrote in, how to recover from a bad wild card, question um, uh, mark. hard, Yeah, hold. It is hard to recover, but a piece of advice that I would given a couple of years ago was never expect your wild card to do good the first week you play the wild card Uh, and i don't know if that's necessarily true but normally i guess the idea behind it was when you play your wild card you're often doing it for like a long-term play that's the whole reason that you're doing it and you expect it to return things immediately Uh, it doesn't always do that due to variance ever heard of it uh but uh yeah but but it but sometimes sometimes of course it does but in my years of playing uh very rarely has it come off in the in the like the moment that you play it the game week that you play it and it's normally you know the second third fourth fifth game week where you start to see um advantages over over managers that did not play that wild card have you had a similar experience nick or is that i mean is it just recency bias as they say or what do you what are you feeling about that well
1: I mean considering that we both had basically exactly the same team in our wild card right. and we had the same experience like I'm going to confirm that for this year but I think it's definitely true that uh, you can't always expect your wild card to pay off immediately like you said um and it's important to, to to try to hold on to that wild card strategy if you have um you know the data to support the decisions that you made um things generally will pay off if you are patient with them but you know i think a great wild card would be one where you're immediately like yes i am king king and i am king every single week from here on out but (laughs) you know we we wild carded because we wanted to maximize the double game week players yeah some of those matchups maybe weren't optimal immediately but it was kind of a a long-term play and you know it worked out Weghorst finally got a goal that was good assist this game week did you start him yeah no I I transferred him out because Jim told me to transfer him out Uh, so he's terrible advice yeah he won't play probably for me but so it goes
0: the only question mark I mean in regards to double game weeks the only thing that we have that's still a question mark I mean like in regards to big points is the city game week so there's some folks that have tickets against Wolves, and the uh, the tickets on the website have been moved to um, May 11th, which would put the game in Game Week 36. But on the match, I believe it was match of the day podcast, like in the last few minutes, and I might be misquoting this, but at the end of the podcast, apparently they said that the Man City Wolves game was being moved to the last, uh, to the end of the year, suggesting, um, it, so it can't be moved past 38. So the suggestion would be that it would fall into 37. So that's like the big last piece because if you have a free hit left, right, and a bench boost left, you need to kind of decide when to use those chips. Um, I'm, You have a free hit, right, Nick?
1: I have a free hit and bench boost left, so I'm looking at 36 bench boosts, free hit 37. So
0: so we're both hoping then, right, that Man City falls into 37, correct? That would be like
1: optimal for us. That would be ideal because I don't have any City players on my team right now, so I need need a free hit to get those guys in. We'll see
0: how that plays out. It's really the last question mark of the season, and the reason I brought it up at the, the top end of the pod is there's a few questions about... When you know all right, how what are you using your free hit when are you wild carding blood or whatever? when are you bench boosting and like it really is kind of dependent on that um and so I just thought i'd I'd start with that. um virgin writes in who does Marco like best? Jake or Nick? why is Jake letting the fans down so badly? How do you stop making stupid fucking decisions in FPL? It's a fun three questions for me <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say. Who do I like better, Jake or Nick? I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I like Nick better as a human. I think J- I think Jake's more fun to record a podcast with because I get to say mean things about him the whole time and he sadly just takes it. Although in That's recent fair, yeah. in recent like in this year, if I say mean things to Jake, he threatens to like I don't know jump off a building or something and then I have to like be like no Jake I actually love you you're my best friend this is just like a persona on the podcast and that so that kind of <laughs> like and he's like oh yeah I remember now and I'm like damn it you've ruined the mood again so it's maybe like,
1: oh yeah well you're a shitty soccer coach you're right, the worst yeah. person alive yeah. <laughs> and I hate you
0: you do a bad job at your life and your relationships and no one loves you and it's like whoa I mean like Okay, I guess that's probably mostly true, but also I don't need to hear it from you, you know? Like. Okay, so FPL Bracken writes in How can we tell between good, honest FPL advice and on purpose bad FPL advice? Discord is a minefield these days with players trying to cement their positions in the PSL Super League. It is a competitive league. Uh, it's all the people that are like part of the Discord, part of the Patreon. Um, probably like, I don't know, 30 or so people that are part, that are pretty seriously involved on there. Um, we, I've admitted for years that the only reason we started a podcast was to lie to people. Um, it does, it is an issue in Twitter though, too. Do you ever notice that? That like, I think some people just like, like, in the no accounts that are faking stuff and lying. Do you ever, like, how do you decipher the information, Nick?
1: Oh, it's it's a total shit show. Like, you go yeah, on Twitter right. and you're like, okay, is this person, one, stupid? Are they bullshitting to try to, like, swerve people? Or are they right. just giving bad advice without knowing they're giving bad advice? Or is it good advice? And should you take it? So, yeah. the answer is, I don't know and trust no <laughs> one. Trust no
0: one. Do- fake Dr. Matt writes in, you can trust those who have taken the Hippocratic Oath.
1: Trust no one else. Uh, fake Dr. <laughs> that Matt. That doesn't apply to FPL right. advice. Like, I so promise to do you, no harm in FPL. No, that's not right. how this works. <laughs> you
0: probably shouldn't uh, <laughs> trust this asshole as a medical provider either, right? Like, that's an
1: issue. <laughs> as a doctor, I would, I would move in Pookie for Weghorst, okay? Right.
0: They're like, I have cancer! I'm dying of cancer! Okay, what's your chip yeah, strategy, right. though? Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, Dr. Cancer jokes. We've gone deep this time. It's fun though. Um, Keith uh, writes in a recap for for Game Week 31. Jake was on the Game Week 31 pod two weeks ago, so Marco edited for 36 hours to swap in Nick this week. That's funny. Nick and Marco are working up a 15 non-playing double Game Weekers plan. If Marco ends up outscored by Jake, we can Move all the Patreon money to Jake's financial podcast, which is what we already basically do. This is unlikely to happen, though, given Marco's one mil placement advancements each week. Official roll down. This was asked last week. Who are like the uh, who are like the main who's in charge of the podcast, right? Alpha is Marco, Beta is Nick, the Cuck is Jim, <laughs> and the Zeta is Jake. That's funny. And then also a guarantee that Jota outsourced Salah over the remaining six game weeks. Um, Not real. I don't. I don't know who said that. Did one of
1: us say that? I think we were talking about it. I probably. Um, no, I think I said I would take Salah over Jota. Because yeah, we were talking about we, the combination of players and do you drop Salah? But right. after that I think Salah banged like twice in two game weeks yeah, or something guess, like that. I guess I
0: hope we didn't hope we didn't say that. And then noted, Sarah McLaughlin's voice is very different from when I saw her live. <laughs> name is Sarah and I'm a Sarah <laughs> that was me trying to be Sarah McLaughlin. That's I good. Yeah, no, that
1: was I thought that was a highlight of the pod where we were doing like that ASPCA commercial for Jake's bank account. And you were yeah. singing the Sarah McLaughlin undertones i I enjoyed that. I hope everyone yeah. enjoyed that as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. who didn't?
0: Uh, okay, let's talk about our teams briefly. um I don't let's not like go into the details of last game week since we didn't do a pod, but like just maybe quickly how we did and how we finished. and then just like a little bit more details for this game week. So game week thirty three for myself, I had the best game week I've had of the year. And one of the best game weeks I've had of all time. So the, I was looking back, the best I've ever had was like in the, in like the 2000s, like low 2000s for a game week rank. Uh, this game week I was ranked 5008. So my best game week, like by a bajillion. Damn. I took a huge, a huge jump this game week, 117 points, um, and made a big jump up. And then uh that was thirty-three. And now in thirty four, I'm having another pretty good game week. Not obviously at that level. Uh but fifty eight points, a game week rank of seven hundred seventy six thousand. So I always think anytime you're in the top million, you're normally gonna normally not always, but normally gonna move up in your your green arrows. Um I have Dubravka and goal. Robertson was one of my transfers this week, so I feel V good about that. Oh, you brought oh, yeah, I moved Ronaldo uh, out, so that was kind of the tr- I had to move Ronaldo to make that happen, and I brought him in for Werner who had some good attempts on goal but like didn't really do much in the game. Um and then Matip, obviously returned Saka, I had uh who returned Salah who I had returned. And then I captained Havertz, which I'm very disappointed about. Um so Chelsea had 28 shots, I believe, in the game. Um and it was score 1-1 one, one, nothing, so it's kind of a downer. But um, Wood didn't play, so I have, um, unfortunately, Barnes instead of uh, Woot coming off the bench. So, Woot's second on my bench, so he probably won't play unless James doesn't play, who didn't play today. So, tell me just quickly, Nick, your last game week, how you
1: did uh, in terms of rank, and then where you're at in this game week. All right. So, similarly to you, I had a great last game week, Um, finished on 93 points, 336,000 for game week rank. That gave me a good green arrow. Pretty much, you know, the same players in terms of Ronaldo banging that hat trick and Salah playing out of his mind, so... That was uh, getting me back on track. Variance, as they say, in the positive direction. Um, and then this week things are going well again. I uh, captain Salah, so thankfully he got that return with that assist, and Rabo got the goal. He's on my in my defense. Um, both James and Chardon play, so I'm getting Sok off the bench with 13 points. So I'm currently on 66, and. I don't know what that is for my game week rank, but looks like it'll be about 25 points above the top 100k average. So I'm looking at another green arrow. Looking at the
0: dive team right now, looks like uh, played the wild card in game week 33, 56 points, uh, game week rank of almost 6 million. And now into 34, currently on 29 points in game week rank of 7 million. So having the same kind of experience that you and I both had. Yeah, variants. A lot of variants. Although looking, it's kind of surprising. The Game Week 33 team had Sanchez in goal with a clean. uh, Shar with a clean and bonus points. Uh, TAA, Cancelo, both with returns. Uh, I am Nachos as captain, uh, who had a 12-minute appearance in the first game, but then an assist in the second game. So uh, a return, at least. Wood, uh, and then Mount Sun, Kulisevsky, I mean, it's like pretty soft returns, but then De Bruyne on the bench with Charlison on the bench. So team kind of struggled. Yeah. On that front. So I don't know, huge rank drops down to 118 K. Um, I might actually catch the team. We'll see. I would love that. You know, we'll see how it goes. Um, all right. We're not going to read uh league rankings this week, just because we're having some computer trouble and don't want to like lose anything. So, um, yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, 2.6 sounds does write in, I have one free hit left, which game week is better to play it in, game week 36 or 37, my new goal is to stay ahead of Jake in the PSL League, um, and then we have some questions like, Thomas writes in prediction from the host, who will win the PSL Super League Cup, how are the hosts doing in the dive, PSL Super League Cup from 2.6 sounds, so, I think if you only have your free hit left, um, I would probably use it in 36, if you have a bench boost and a free hit left, then I'm probably using it uh, 36, 37. I do you agree with that, Nick.
1: Yeah, if you if you only have one chip left, definitely use your free hit in 36. I think that's you're maximizing your double game weeks then. But as we talked about earlier with the the city situation, potential double in 37. True. And if you have multiple chips, you may think about a different strategy, but um, depends how many you have left. Yeah
0: the the league so the PSL Super League Cup is just amongst the it's like a cup that just goes the last whatever six game weeks or five game weeks with the uh, PSL Super League folk um I had a buy in the first round because I'm kind of a
1: stud like that uh did you get a buy you're so good at FPL did I'm not get... even in it because I didn't I don't think I'm in it am I in it I don't I don't know I didn't look if you were in it but do I, ca- how do i get in there do i get in through the patreon are you not in the league do i get in through the jesus christ he's a host Slack of channel
0: host of the show not even
1: in the league that's funny okay i'm like uh, a pinch hitter okay i'm not like a normal what's your team name podcast house uh dick butt united yeah all right well it's a weird team name um <laughs> It's spelled with an L so they I've evaded their uh yeah you're not even the least For, I'm done talking naming. to you you're
0: done you're done I'm done talking to you um all right we're yeah we're done. all right we're going to take a quick break when we come back we've got a handful of questions about game week 35 yeah 35. stay tuned. Support for The Art of the Dive is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DIVE20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Nick the last couple of weeks we've had the opportunity thanks to manscape to discuss a little bit about um, some of your trimming habits which is a lot of fun but this week we uh were asked uh by one of our patreons um for some different styling techniques bobby love wrote in asking for some styling techniques um do you have any thoughts for him
1: yeah yeah so this is a great question because when you think about the styling of your pubic hair yeah. there's unlimited options yeah. you can think about colors shapes arrays uh, arrays th- did you say arrays uh, yeah. yeah arrays like like how how your your hairs are aligned and yeah. in, no in I, the direction I know what an array is yeah i get what you're saying yeah like like a, a ray of sunlight yeah. an array of sunlight i don't know i'm just saying no, stuff at this point i, I get but it yeah so I've experimented with different ball stylings in the past. Uh, the fryer is one of my personal favorites. You know, you just you get something up top. You got a little bit of a patch, and and <laughs> and nothing down below. And and the uh, the lawnmower, the four point trimmer, is very helpful in that precision kind of stylings. I also like the cl- the what I'm calling the clown fro. <laughs> so this is like your traditional fro. <laughs> but you in- involve the uh red color so that it looks like a clown's hair uh, you can yep. picture a clown you know the hair of a clown now uh, picture that um, as your ball styling and just imagine uh the kind of response that you'll get um, once you drop your drawers and you show that off to whomever you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna you know it's gonna it's gonna win a lot of people over let me tell you so um with the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer this is a great tool you know it's got the light so you can see where you're cutting even in the dark (laughs) even in the back of the closet so you're not embarrassed if you know like someone walks in on you you can have that going and Oh uh, just just uh experiment, you no, know, I agree, I mean, I think uh for me, I like the waterproof aspect that's that's what I like uh
0: the fact that you can do it in in the shower with the lights off, of course. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was it's good. Yeah, good LED light. So what, what do you really want in your life? You know, uh, I will say this as well. Um, so in, in addition to the nice, uh, you know, the nice different shapes that you're doing, the, the styles, if you will, the array. Um, I, I, I'm appreciative of, uh, some of the other things that come in the package. They did send some nice boxers, um, and a little t-shirt and things like that. So I like to actually walk around after styling in just the boxers and t-shirt. I think that's a very yeah. it sets the tone for what's happening later in the day.
1: And you can you can use the toner and the uh the little lotion they got there. Yeah. So like if the styling doesn't do the trick, at least things will smell good, right. you know? Yeah.
0: It's a two for one uh, experience. So uh yeah. it's time to take care of yourself and go to manscaped.com and get twenty percent off, plus free shipping with uh code DIVE20. Again, as I've said before, this is a great way to support our podcast. Uh if if you're not supporting it in one way or another. Uh, but but this is an awesome way to help uh, keep the podcast going and, and support us. So get 20% off on free shipping with the code dive20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code dive20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. welcome back second half of the pod quick shout out to our patrons who have been absolutely awesome this year supporting the podcast keeping us going the producers of the pod the people that write in a lot of the questions you can still get involved it's a good time to get involved uh, going into the summer so you can get on the discord and start thinking about next year uh patreon the art of the dive uh, you can email us at the art of the dive at gmail.com or dm us uh dive fpl on twitter um Got a handful of questions we're going to go through quickly just be, from a, a time perspective for tonight. So uh, we'll go through them quickly, Nick, talk a little bit about the game week, and then we're just going to we're gonna shut things down. So Emma writes in, uh, which one would you give up if made to choose, wine or beer? Nick? I'd give up wine. I love beer, so I'm not uh, giving that up. I'm the opposite. I'd give up beer if I had to. Uh, and i'd go with wine uh because i prefer red wine probably over yeah beer.
1: You're, you're so fancy though right like you like I'm, fancy i'm shit. better than everyone
0: okay so whatever <laughs> uh dogs or chickens slash cats i'd give up chickens or cats in an instant
1: i give up dogs because i don't have one but i have ah, two cats so that would okay. be kind of a situation
0: okay and then finally would you give up sarcasm or success in fpl
1: uh, I'd give up sarcasm because if you're successful in FPL, that is everything in life. What that's more funny. Do you I,
0: I would definitely give up success in FPL because I feel like I live off sarcasm. Like that's my lifeblood in general.
1: Yeah. I feel like I don't understand sarcasm like when other people use it. Like, uh. uh. So, so I have a struggle with that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, say what you will about what that means about me, but yeah, um, I don't
0: understand human
1: emotions. (laughs) 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 It appears that you are trying to express something that maybe belies the intentions of what you're stating. I don't understand. (laughs) For those that don't know, Nick, it's
0: actually 100% true. And that's what makes it really funny. Uh, All right. Which Premier League footballer has annoyed you the most this season? From Emma here. Is there a player that you feel like
1: has really annoyed you?
0: Other than Yoma Pei
1: from you? (laughs) All right, so, like, on an FPL perspective, fucking Weghorst, like, yeah. this goddamn, all right, if anyone's watched Burnley play and you watch Weghorst, he's, what, 6'6", six, six or something like that, 6'5", he's yeah. a gigantic player, he misses headers in the box yeah, on the corner constantly. kicks, he's not yeah. in the mix, he's, like, hanging back there, and you just bring him in because he's this gigantic player, you think he's going to score some goals in these double game weeks, he absolutely does nothing. At least he redeemed himself with like one return when he was on my team for four weeks. But uh, most, most annoying player this season. I think James is another one who's up there because it's like, is he playing? Is he not playing? Oh, he's playing. He's scoring 25 points. Oh, he's not playing and no one knew.
0: Yeah. Adam wrote that in. Does Reese James actually exist or was he an idea created by FPL Towers to generate content? Uh, I mean, it's a fair question. Yeah, it's it's he's been it's crazy. Like if you look at his stat lines for FPL returns, like a bunch of zeros, then an 18, like six game weeks ago, and then a bunch of zeros. It's like insane. Um, I actually think like it's funny that you say that about Woot because like Wood was the exact same, like this giant player that like, didn't really get returns. Um, it's almost as if to say that like the, the traditional center forward has kind of died in the uh, in
1: the Premier League. Yeah. There's no value striker. Like Yeah, it's true. I, I just feel like there every season there's been a, a striker who's like a five point five or a six or something like that, who is fairly decent, you know, you can rely on to maybe fill in when your your premium assets score points and, and this year Voot potentially had that, that that opportunity and has not fulfilled his destiny. He will never fulfill his destiny. <laughs> um, uh,
0: 2.6 sounds right. then. after Cancelo, who is the best Man City player for the last few game weeks? That's a great question because like Liverpool, they're buzzing, right? They're trying to f- finish the, the season out. Who do you think you'd like to target going forward into the end of the year here?
1: Gabriel Jesus. All right. Four goals and a dime. huh? What a game, right? Yeah, that's up there for, like, probably one of the best FPL performances of all yep. time. It is, um, yeah. I I don't know. So, the player that I always think about is KDB because of his consistency, the fact that he basically runs um, a lot of the, the the tactics and the team and, and their play style. Uh, he's a little expensive, and I don't know... <sighs> I guess I think about it as, like, uh, he doesn't have a very high ceiling, but he has um, a higher floor than some of these other players, you know. He probably will play a lot of the games, get a lot of the minutes, and probably end up with um, a handful of assists and maybe a goal or two. But he's the one I think about in terms of, like, I know he probably will play and he'll probably get some returns when he's playing. I don't know. What do you think?
0: It's hard to get to him.
1: That's the issue. Yeah. He's expensive.
0: Yeah. So... I actually think Ederson is a nice pick just going into the last handful of game weeks of the season. Um, and my issue is just I don't feel like I can get to KDP without sacrificing Salah. Bracken wrote in, like, is Salah good again? Answer, yes. He was never bad. Um, and so I have a hard time, like, letting Salah go in order to make that happen. Um And so, I I feel like Ederson I can get to for a reasonable price. And it also seems like he'll probably start every game the rest of the year. Whereas like a Foden, a Mahrez, like those players might not. They might get rotated. There's going to be some
1: rotation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because they're in the Champions League still. So, that's my concern. Whereas Ederson won't be rotated assuming he doesn't get hurt. So, that to me, Ederson's the next best player that you could go with right now.
1: I mean, so Ederson will play, but he won't get... Bonus points, unless he like saves a PK right or he gets an assist, which is is very unlikely. Um, okay,
0: so who do you go to then? Diaz, he's hurt, isn't he? Still,
1: yeah, that's still a question mark. I don't know. There, so Laporte has been in some of the algorithms yeah, in terms of the suggestion. I don't know, like what kind of goal threat he has. Um, do you? i i guess you could get lucky and roll the dice on one of those players like um sterling mares foden you know one of those guys choose them and just stick with them Uh, it's just a little bit more um i guess subject to the variance as they say yeah there
0: it is there it is um how about crystal palace so two point sex sounds also writes in best crystal palace asset for the last game week so going into the last game week um so they do have they do have a double right in thirty six Crystal Palace. I think you're right, yeah. Um, and then in the last game week, I'm trying to pull them up right now. Who do they play? Why would we wait? Why would we be going for Crystal Palace players in the last game week? They play Man
1: U last game week. So I guess they're the worst team in the league. So yeah. They play Villa her. and Everton the week before so they have some somewhat of a favorable matchup um in that double game week 37 but I don't know uh some some of the solutions or the solvers were oh, suggesting yeah. Mateta Yeah Mateta so they're 37 not 36
0: I had that wrong so they play Watford in 36 Aston Villa Everton away in 37 the Man United at home in 38 um, I will probably free hit a player on their team in for the Villa Everton game. I like Mateta just
1: because he's cheap, but I would probably look at Zaha too, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think Zaha yeah. is probably the play. Mateta, I don't think he started this last game week, and I think he's yeah. still in the rotation mix, and so he it's 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 uncertain whether or not he'll get consistent minutes. I just I don't know if you want to have a player like that on your team so that you can maybe have a little bit of an insurance or you want you know zaha who you know will probably play most if not all of those games and is fairly dangerous um yeah i don't i don't know is crystal palace a team that you would be targeting in general or is it just based on those those fixtures and the fact that they have some good um good outlook for those games yeah fixtures and free hit
0: would be my combo there like otherwise i would never right Right, I'd never touch them otherwise, unless like the, the the Mateta like shout. You could you could make the argument that like you're trying to free funds to bring somebody yeah. else in, and you just want somebody to sit there for bench boost or something like that, and like hopefully he plays both games. But yeah, I'm not really interested in any of their assets otherwise. That the team in general has played okay, and um, you know, kudos to to uh, Vieira. Yeah, like and in the work that he's done there, uh, but. But uh, not necessarily like a team that I'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm bringing these guys in because they've been so good. There's no chance. Um, but Mateta's like been okay. Oh, but like you know, his expected goal involvement over the last six game weeks is just is it's it's like one. It's .96. So, not so great. like. No, so, like, yeah, you're not targeting him, right? But, like, maybe he comes in on a free hit because he plays two games and you think, like,
1: oh, yeah, he'll play, so. What about Gallagher? um, Is that another player that would be worth considering or has he just fallen off completely? Well, gosh, wasn't he insane, like, in the first, whatever, half of the year, I guess? Oh, yeah, he was, like, one of the best midfielders.
0: Yeah. He was really fun to watch, too, like, if you're an eye test boner guy um that you're just like i like the way players dribble that's how i pick them oh, <laughs> like yes. wow okay
1: I, I am one of those people who likes to look at boners yeah So whatever what, whatever so, don't shame i
0: don't have a problem with that it's more about just like him dribbling is like not a great reason to pick a guy so he uh he doesn't even like really show up um he doesn't show up like in the top pl- players in the last six game weeks i know he was he he missed chelsea and he had an injury and like so i get that but yeah he's not really even involved like anymore so i i don't think so it's not a thing. okay
1: don't even think about it then yeah don't even think about
0: it um marv writes in would you take a hit to get in rabo or settle for a tip for no hit thoughts on villa assets norwich next and uh, a double in 36 and 37 so i brought rabo in this week not for a hit i had a transfer to do it um, he's been very good statistically in terms of like getting into high areas. Um, you know, whereas if you watch the games and you can probably speak to this better, but like TAA does a lot more of his damage from deeper positions, like his ability to service balls and put them into like really good areas. Whereas Rabo does a lot more damage, um, like getting into the box or getting into the final third and like... Not necessarily dribbling, but his service is from a lot closer to the goal. I think teams have also started to key in on Trent a little bit more, like they're dropping wingers in to help deal with him because he just picks back lines apart so much, and it's given Rabo a little bit of free reign or like one v one access on the um the the Liverpool's left side of the pitch. Would you agree with that, Nick? And and it seems like he's starting. I don't know. It seems like over the last handful of game weeks, he's actually been a little bit more dangerous in terms of the places he's picked the ball up.
1: Yeah. From an eye test perspective, I think that if we're comparing, I think the question was comparing Rabo or Matip. Obviously, Rabo is going to have those attacking threats, uh, the potential for attacking but they're, returns.
0: They're not really the same comparison. Though, no. Right. They're in completely different price brackets. So to me, it's more like You just get him a tip in because he's going to play the rest of the games this season and they're going to get cleans. And then it's like, do I get, if I don't have Trent or which one do I get? Isn't that more important?
1: So for me, the the decision making process was based on price alone for TAA versus Rabo. So I, I actually moved on my wild card for Rabo because of the price difference. If you watch the games, Rabo's on all the left-side corner kicks, and yep. he's on a lot of the free kicks from the left-hand side. So you do have a lot of potential for those assists, those attacking returns. In terms of the play style, I think Trent probably plays more dangerous balls. I think he's a little bit more talented in terms of his services, but Rabo is one of those players who gets forward yep. on those counterattacks, and so maybe has a little bit more... Um, potential compared to Trent in terms of if they're playing a, a team unlike Everton where there are more chances for counterattacks so maybe consider you know the matchup and whether or not the team that they're going against is going to bunker down but um, at the end of the day it was really based on on budget if if they were yeah. equal budget or equal price I would probably go with Trent just because he, he edges Rabo in terms of the quality of service and he's on a little bit more of those free kicks with the goal potential, you know, striking on goal and not, not playing it across for a service. Yeah.
0: Trent on 1.5 XGI over the last six game weeks, Robertson on 1.4. So pretty close as well in terms of like what they're actually producing statistically. Um, Keith says, is there a term for when three players on your FPL team from the same Real squad get all six bonus points in one match, like the three, two, one bonus points. You know, like a turkey in bowling. He says, "What if it happens with a second set of three players, the third set?" I don't think there's a term. Let's do write-ins.
1: We should make up a term. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh we'll take we'll entries. Take ideas. Send them in. The best entry gets a reward, an award. Okay. I don't know what that would be. Could be anything. What do you think it should be? I don't know. Probably a big
0: shout out on the pod. We'll sing a song about you. We'll write like uh, one of those chants that they do, you know, like for the, you know, players on, on Pr- Premier League teams.
1: Like Mo Salah, Mo Salah yeah, right. running down the wing. Yeah, like that, that. kind
0: of thing. Yeah. Lukaku's
1: like- got a big penis. Like that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he likes to use it. Like that. Good. Okay. We like to wank people off. Yeah, yeah, come all everywhere.
1: I'm not even watching the game, just wanking in the air. Wank, 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 wank.
0: Yeah, we'll write you something. We'll work on it. We gotta work on it. Um, All right, so there's a lot to happen still, so I think we'll skip, like, who we're transferring and stuff for this game week um, that's coming up. Um, have you thought about, like, who you're going to captain? I'm leaning towards Salah right now against Newcastle away. Even though Newcastle have been pretty good at home, but, like, Liverpool have been pretty decent. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, I'm thinking Salah right now. I haven't begun to think think about it really. Yeah, me um, neither. It's, I take it, like, a week at a time and I try to, like, keep it, you know, boxed in week by week and and that's probably a downfall but also like the way that i play fpl in a more healthy way where i don't become like totally obsessed with planning out weeks ahead so um solo for now and we'll we'll see what happens coming up here yeah
0: i used to not be like that i used to very much like plan weeks at a time uh and now i basically like the day before the deadline have to do it i just can't think about it it's too much and i get a little obsessive over it otherwise so i just shut it down turn it back on like that, like the day before and like try to get in all the information. A lot of times I actually, this is embarrassing, but I'll be stuck like at at work, like on a Friday night until five or six o'clock. And then I'll be like, all right, well, I'm not going to go home for dinner until I get this shit done. And like, I'll literally sit in my office for like an hour (laughs) trying to like digest info and trying to get it. It's super embarrassing. I hate myself for it, but like I do it anyways. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do, you know. When you're big time like you are right, right. now. Right. I'm pretty serious. Uh, but uh, Okay, so we'll wrap up the pod. Follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram there with the other Dive, online uh, DiveFPL.com. Uh, you can download our podcast almost anywhere, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Really appreciate the people that have taken the time to leave reviews, that have retweeted us on Twitter, that have liked our pod, commented. That really helps spread the pod about. Um, so thank you. Bobby writes in to thank finish you. the pod. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized Jakes or one Jake-sized duck?
1: I want to fight 100 duck sized Jake's. That would be so funny. Could you imagine? Like, you're (laughs) terrible. Like, they'd all have little voices. Like, they wouldn't have the normal Jake voices. I hate my life. I hate you. I'm sorry. Oh, you say I'm bad at FPS. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Well, you're ugly. I hate you.
0: I didn't mean it.
1: No one loves you in your life.
0: Yeah. And then like 4 days later those duck-sized jakes would be apologizing for all the mean things they said. I'm sorry. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh I actually would prefer- think you're mad at me. Right. I'd prefer to fight a a Jake-sized duck. Jake's kind of a he's not that big of a man. Uh, you know, so like I feel like I could take that duck on.
1: Yeah, that'd be really funny. But be like how tall is Jake? Jake's like what? 5'4,
0: 5'5. <laughs> One hundred and thirty-two pounds, something like that.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a
0: manageable duck. It's about the right size. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. could kick that duck once or twice, knock it out. Oh,
1: but what about the uh, the corkscrew shaped penis of the
0: duck? Dude, a lot of ducks, like mallards, for example, have very long cork shaped Penis cork, cork shaped. Yeah, penis. so
1: that's like another. No, we should be clear. Situation. They're not. They're not
0: cork shaped. They're cork screw shaped. That. That's was not that, that what I said. Cork the, screw. I think you uh, said cork shaped. Ah, plug cork it up screw shape.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's seal it off <laughs> i think you said that i just that's what i heard no, at least yeah, yeah. i'm pretty
1: sure you're right yeah, yeah we'll, we'll no, have to go back to the screw, tape on
0: that one corkscrew shaped very different that's for like grabbing stuff and not letting it go <laughs>
1: much much scarier yeah, Much, much scarier. The... I, that's a throwback to a very long ago episode
0: yeah that is actually you're right, right? yeah that's you guys a,
1: talked about that, that's and Jake true. had some like actual knowledge. To yeah, share right. About and I was something. just like,
0: let's talk about weird penises. And Jake's like, well, actually, let me talk to you about what that duck does with that penis. And I'm like, no, Jake, that's not funny. Now it was fun, and now it's not fun.
1: Talking so does that change your response? Or no, is that, it's kind of scary now. It's you know, coming, he's coming at that? you with that cock, it's just like it's everywhere. I'm like knock away. Knock away. <laughs> deflect, Knock deflect. away. Deflect. Deflect. <laughs> yeah, like that.
0: Okay. Uh that's a good conversation. Um, alright. Uh good luck to everybody. This <laughs> game. Week. Have some fun and I uh, hope everyone has green arrows. Uh, I'm Marco.
1: And I'm Nick, and remember, you should die. Okay, bye.